is Mystery of the Shadows. I'm Lizabella. And I'm James. Welcome to our podcast. Oh yeah. So this episode is going to be James's episode. Yeah. As we said, we're going to do two in one week for this week because we're behind. Yes. So you're getting two. Two episodes. All right. (laughs) So this episode is going to be based upon Gettysburg a little bit. So, for anybody out there who don't know, Gettysburg Gettysburg has a lot of hauntings. And Gettysburg, if you don't know, is in Pennsylvania. I'm sure people knew that. You never know. There may be people that just don't know. But Gettysburg in itself, there's a lot of locations you can go to as a paranormal enthusiast or investigator. There's many locations. Oh, yeah. I mean... Gettysburg is one of the hot spots. Yeah. If If you're in the ghost hunting and that paranormal... That's a prime location where you can hit many locations up there, many spots in Gettysburg. I would say Ghost Central. Yeah, one of the one of the hot spots, right? Oh yeah, for sure. But so we're not going to sit here and cover a six-hour podcast with everything in Gettysburg. We're going to cover one particular situation and location. Yes. Um, for this episode. Now, have you thought about what your episode is going to be next week? So. I think I may branch over into one of my favorite places in Gettysburg and do the orphanage. All right. So her episode next week is going to be kind of a branch off of what I'm doing today. Yes. Which it's two different two different spots, but right next to each other. Yep. Kind of a deal. Yep. Which we'll explain a little bit more later. Yes, we will. Which that should be pretty cool. Oh, yeah. All right. So what do we know about Gettysburg? Well, the Civil War came through there, and that was what part of the Civil War was the Battle of Gettysburg. That was one of the many battles. That's correct, and for anybody out there in mystery land, uh, Shinoda history is like my uh, one of my go-to. It's his forte. It's his niche. It's one of my niches. Yes. Niches. <laughs> um, so we'll get into the history part, then what happened, and then, you know, kind of like we always do. All right, so. The Battle of Gettysburg took place from July 1st to July 3rd, 1863. That's very, very short. In and around, yeah, well, as many people had died. (laughs) uh, In and around the town of Gettysburg. So it was mostly in the town, but some outer skirts. Um, Some spots in Maryland, all the way down to Tony Town. Mm -hmm. It it was lined up. Kind of accidentally led to a battle in Gettysburg. Wasn't supposed to be a battle there, but it accidentally happened. That's a whole different story from where we're going. <laughs> but this battle took place from July 1st to July 3rd, as I said, in 1863. <clears throat> so the story is going to be based on Jenny Wade and the Battle of Gettysburg and a certain house and a certain situation. That's where we are with this story here, right? Yes. Okay. So the Jenny Wade house, we have both been to. So I'll start out that before we get into anything. We have both been to Jenny Wade House several times. Oh, yes. Um, many, many, many times in the last 10 years, would you say? Oh, yeah. I've lost count, honestly. Um, what's special about it is there is tours there. Yes, okay? there is. And we'll get into more of that later. And there is, there's ghost tours and there's the history tour um, of this place. And this house is still still looks like it did back in the 1800s. Yeah, they did a fantastic job keeping up with that and um, keeping to the original. Yeah. So, we're going to start by telling a little bit about the house, okay? Mm-hmm. 
the Jenny Wade house is not actually was not actually Jenny Wade, and that's what the story's about. But it's what happened in the house. It was actually her sister Georgia's house. Now, when the war started on July first in Gettysburg, they escaped to go to her live at her sister's house, Georgia. Jenny did, and Jenny's mom all went to uh, Georgia's house, which is Jenny's sister. They escaped, thinking they were escaping the worst part of the war in Gettysburg, going to the north part of Gettysburg. Right. So they thought it'd be safer. So they all stayed hunkered down in this house, which we now call the Jenny Wade house, but it was actually Georgia's, Georgia's house. Yeah. Which is kind of funny and ironic that they call it her house. People would probably in the podcast and they don't wonder why we call it Jenny Wade house. But we're going to get to that. <laughs> um, so the house today is, still looks the same. Yeah, it's from 1800 style as a cellar attic. It's it's actually, in my opinion, it's small. It it is very small. as a basement. Mm-hmm. It's small, but it's old. You know, like we've been to some older houses. And before I get into the details of the story, is this house when you walk in there, it, you really get that old old feel. Oh, for sure. Right, and I mean. We went. To, we did a couple of other places in Gettysburg, and we visited other older houses. This place, really, when you walk in, you feel like there's nothing been touched, in my opinion. You, you, you. How I can like to say it? It feels like you were transported right back into time. Yeah, you walk in, you immediately feel like that, right? Yes. The outside, I mean, looks is a brick house. It's a brick house on the outside. Yeah. Um, but anyway, the story of. Uh, Jenny Wade. Her real name is Mary Virginia Wade, but everybody called her Jenny or Jenny. She was born May 21st, 1843. Wow. So she was only 20 years old during the Battle of Gettysburg. So put that in perspective. 20. So before we get into details here, she's 20 years old, Jenny Wade is, in this house in the 1800s. Wow. That's just... Now, what is so special about Jenny Wade is, and then we'll tell the story, is she was the only civilian that died in the Battle of Gettysburg. Right? Right, exactly. Which is, I think, honestly, I mean, it's sad that she she did die, but I'm surprised more did not. Yeah, yeah. I mean, especially with all the straight boards you still see in some of the houses oh, around yeah. there and everything. Yeah. It was lucky, right? Very, very lucky. So that was the battle started... Getting closer and closer to the house of, Jen, we'll call it Jenny Wade's, even though it was Georgia. So they're all in the house. The fighting's getting close. It's outside. It's in their yards. I mean, how it was back in you and everyone's street battling. Just think of the United States having a battle in its own rounds and the military at that time. Could It must have been scary. That's oh, I could only imagine. So the battle outside is going on. Jenny, her sister, and her sister has a baby who was just born. That's in this house, right? Yeah. And bullets are hitting the house. They've counted over 150 bullets hit this house, right? Mm. Right there, I would have been no good. I would have been just right. laying on the floor hiding. That would have been me. Yeah. I would have been down on the ground calling the other end. But they didn't. It was just natural to them. I don't know. Yeah, they were still doing housework. They were still cooking. And Yeah, and you and I would have been like, huh, where's the shelter? Right. Um, so... Supposedly, a bullet went through the wall and hit the um, backboard or whatever you want to call it in Jenny, not Jenny's room, but Georgia's room, where the baby and her were at. So a bullet went flying in, hit the back post, backboard, whatever you want to call it, on the bed, 
wow. And shh, I mean, of course, when a board hits, it's going to shatter it, right? Mm-hmm. But uh, so all these boards, especially 150, hit the house. Um, the Confederate soldiers and the Union soldiers were literally right between the house battling. So think about that. You have, think of you living in this house where you are now, anybody living in the house, and your front yard has Union soldiers and your backyard has Confederate soldiers. Yeah. Just put that in picture for a minute. I'm not comfortable with that. Okay. I wouldn't be either. I would uh, tinkle my pants a little bit. Yeah. So the fascinating thing about the story is that you get, again, the history and you get the paranormal, which we'll get into later. Um, so basically, this is going on. Jenny was making or needing bread, I guess is the correct word. Yep. Um, for the Union soldiers to help support them. So she was making bread and, of course, supplying water to the soldiers, which, I mean, I... Don't know if I'd be not chicken enough to do that. I don't know about you. Yeah, I don't know if I want to be standing up anywhere in that house with all them bullets flying. So she's standing in the kitchen making or kneading the bread, whatever you want to call it, yep. at that point. And a muzzleloader bullet from the supposedly the Confederate shot it. I mean, it's war. Can you really know for sure? They're not 100% sure if it came from a Confederate soldier or a Union soldier. But either way, it came through the wooden door. And struck Jenny Wade in the back, went straight through her heart. She died instantly. Mm, 20 right? years old. 20 years old. And went up there to avoid this this soul catastrophe kind of deal. Yeah. And it winds up happening right in her yard. Right? Yeah. Went over to help her sister. Went over there to be safe and... And a natural disaster. Yeah, caught <laughs> still in the middle. Got caught in the middle, but still tries to help the Union soldiers and be a good citizen of the United States. And she winds up dead. Hmm. That's unfortunately a war, right? Right? Yeah. So, anyway, her sister comes down and finds her dead. And I'm breaking up the story a little bit because the story, I'm giving the small details of the story, and then we're going to get into the major parts I want to get into. And so her sister finds her dead. She screams, as I think any sibling would, oh, yeah. that her sister is dead. A Union soldier hears her, and a Confederate soldier hears her, screams, right? So I guess at that point, the way it's taken is that they stopped battling for a minute and took care of getting the family out of the house, the remainder family. Right? Well, I know that what I remember, um, yeah, the Union soldiers came in, but they still couldn't get them out the front door. Well, they eventually did before the war ended. Yes. Okay. So, at first, they came in there to provide the cover. And originally, so it's still the same day. Because this happened on July 3rd. She got shot. Now, the war was only till when? July 1st. To the July 3rd. So, imagine the last day of battle in Gettysburg that Jenny gets killed. Mm. Right? Yeah. So, anyway, to continue with the, her kneeling in the bread and all, they winded up, her mother and sister wound up finishing that and giving it to the troops. So her work did not go on, whatsoever the word is. Unfinished, I guess. Unfinished, I guess, is the correct word to use on that. So it didn't go unfinished. Hmm. They right? are strong people. So apparently it was 16 loaves of bread they were able to make from what Jenny had done. Wow. Went to the soldiers, right? Now, that comes important because Jenny's mother was awarded with a, a star and Jenny was honored and the mother even got a pension from the United States because wow. they considered that she died in battle because she was supplying bread for the Union troops. Oh, so they wanted up wow. giving the mother a pension from saying a daughter was a military pension. 
and she is one of the few females back then that has an American flag like Betsy Ross did over her grave. Wow. Right? Phenomenal. So she kind of got on military honors, come to a point, right? Yeah. And the fact that they got a pension, I mean, that really like, shows a lot. Yes, it does. Because apparently she was aiding the Union troops in the military. Right. So anyway, they carry her body upstairs before they even uh, get out of there, right? The troops have carried the body upstairs, all that good stuff, right? And mm-hmm. cover her up. And unfortunately, the body had to stay in the hidden room for to have things settled down. They eventually were able to get the family out of the house to safety, right? Yes. And then eventually they were able to bury, bury Jenny and all after the war, because as you know, the war was at the or the Battle of Gettysburg itself. The Civil War still continued, but the Battle of Gettysburg came to an end not long after that she was killed. Mm-hmm. So the moral of the story is, is that Jenny's body, Jenny was killed in this house. Jenny's body laid in this house for a while. Jenny's family was in this house. And a lot of soldiers even died around this house. And supposedly a soldier did get shot and killed while he was in the house. So, Yeah, that's a lot. Right? Yeah. And the thing on this, like any history, is you have conflicting reports of, okay, just like you do a paranormal activity, right? So in this part of history is that did no one is certain if a soldier actually was shot and killed in the house. I will put it that way. Mm-hmm. There's conflicting reports that a Union shoulder got shot in the house and died. Or a Confederate soldier got shot in the house and died. Or no soldier got shot, they were all outside. But we'll stick with the rumor of two soldiers were in the house at that point after they got the family out. Jenny's body still in and a fighting from in the house. Of mm. course, everything, I mean, as you know, anywhere at that time during Civil War, right, as you know, is, is they would take over houses or go up there and hide in certain part of the houses and use it as, you know, barricade. Oh, yeah. Yes, I mean, they, they would. would just walk in anyone's house and say, hey, I'm taking it over. I'd go up to the attic and start shooting from the attic. There's many houses up there that have their stories, right? Oh, yeah. There's so many. So the exact reputation of what happened in detail with the soldiers or the fighting after Jenny's death is, you know, kind of a hearsay kind of deal. Right. But we do know the house was used. And the house has 150 boards. Supposedly it's hit this house. The fascinating part is that the bullet holes that struck Jenny Wade, the bullet that struck Jenny Wade, the hole was still in the door. Yep, both doors. Both doors. Yep. Right? But Because it came through two doors, correct? Yeah, because she had put the in, the door on the inside. Um, she put it open to block her as like an extra, extra shield. Yeah. Yes. So it is two. That's right. There is two doors, as Elizabeth was saying. And... The bullet went through both doors. So the bullet hole is still there through both doors. Yes, They've never is. touched it. Enough. So the, the fascination is that the fact that you go there and you see this exact bullet hole that you know that this exact bullet went through and struck Jenny Wade. Again, the only civilian to die in the Battle of Gettysburg. Now, my thing is, can we still call her civilian since she's now considered as okay. part of helping the troops? I guess you can because really I don't think females were allowed to serve in the military at the time. And she definitely wasn't military personnel. No. She was aiding the military. Yeah. So, yeah. Because there has been questions online. Like I said, everyone has their opinions and discussions of whether she was actually part of the military. And then truth be told is that, no, she wasn't. She wasn't really part of the military. She was civilian trying to help out her right. soldiers. Exactly. Right? Yeah. So she was civilian helping out aiding soldiers like a good civilian in the United States should do. So, anyway. 
we will get to the haunting in a few minutes, but the story of this house, too, is that the father was hardly ever there in Jenny's life, right? Just some stuff behind the scenes. He was also known to be have mental issues. I don't know if anybody, if you knew that, Liz? Yes. All right. So he was known to also have some mental issues and cause some problems in the family. And his haunt, his thing, there's a haunting on him, too. Uh-huh. Okay. Not just at the house, but there's actually a house you can go to visit of him that's haunted. No, that I did not know. Uh, apparently, he was locked up in a insane asylum and all this. So that, oh. That's a whole other fascinating story we'll get into one day. But you probably didn't know that. But he hurt Jenny Wade's father was actually locked up in the insane asylum. Did not know that. So, any key points onto the story of battle of this? What happened up till Jenny Wade's death until it haunted? Anything you want to add to that? Because um, as you know, when you do the tour, and I will say this: if you do the tour, depending on who your tour guide is, there's several different types of tour. But even the same tour, if you take it twice, you're going to have different parts of the story you hear. Oh and yeah, it's going to be different opinions because people don't go by what they most accurately what they think, right? Yeah, that's the whole point because it's not detailed what actually happened after Jenny's death or what happened in the house. So, yeah, anything you would like to add from the, as many tours as you've taken or anything you've researched? Um, so the only thing I will add so that people out there in podcast land can kind of get a picture. So this house was actually split in two. So there was two families. Well, that's I was going to get into the, the description oh. of the house. Oh, okay. But you can continue with that. Okay, so yeah, so it was two families each living on one side of the house. So when James here was trying to say about how they had to get her out, so they couldn't go out the front door, obviously, because the battle was going outside the door, and they're trying to get to the cellar. So the safest way for them to do that was to go up the stairs and try to break the wall that leads to the other side of the house. Like a duplex kind yes. of story. yeah. So they had to basically knock down bricks to get through to the other side of the house to go down the other set of stairs and go out into down into yeah. the cellar. It was a whole event to try getting the family out. Yeah. Not they weren't as worried about Jenny at that point, but they were worried about the remaining family because war don't really stop, right? No, it does not. So they might have ceased fire for a minute to hear what the scream was, but they weren't going to stop shooting at each other. No. So yeah, I'm just trying to give a broader. Um, but the thing about this, I believe they patched it back up, right? The whole and now you can't go over there because apparently people live on that side. Am I correct or? No, so when you take the tour, they actually have it open. Oh, they do have it open. That's correct. Yeah, they have it open because you go up the one set of stairs and come down the other set of stairs. Yeah, yeah. So, basically, that's the small story on Johnny Wade, right? And there's not much more to say on that because you can sit here and go over everybody's opinion, what happened during and after the war, who was in the house, yada. But the main story of this is Jenny Wade's house was of civilian who was killed while needing bread for the military and went there to get away from the main part of the conflict of the Battle of Gettysburg and died at 20 years old. That's basically the moral of the story, right? Yes, it is. So, now let's get into a little bit of the ghost and a little bit of the house, right? Mm-hmm. So, the house has a cellar where apparently it's that's personally haunted too. Yes. Uh, you supposedly her father, I don't know, I can't remember if the association works with father in the basement or something like that. So they had put her body down there. Yeah, I know it ended up down there for a couple days. Right. And apparently also the family stayed down there. So I think what has happened is it because they, they've gotten. That's where they hid at, right? Yeah. The basement, right? Yes. Before they could actually get them out after the day after the thing. So the body went down there with the family. 
Yes. Um, so imagine this house. This house, Jenny Wade's house is small. You can hear a drop of a phone, anything you drop down. I mean, you can hear the whole house. You walk in there, it's creaking wood. All through the house. Right. We're talking, this This feels like a classic old house, right? Oh, yeah. There's some old houses you go into and you don't, you get the old look, but you don't get the feel. This house, you walk into and you have to hope you don't fall through, in my opinion. That's it's, how it feels. Yeah, it feels like the floors are, are yeah. you know, going to give out on you. So, so we've done the tour several times. We've heard everyone's opinion. That's why it's a mix. That's why I'm not going to go into full details of the history of the story because you don't hear seven different times. You go back seven different times, you hear seven different variants of different parts. And the main story is she died in the Battle of Gettysburg, right? Yes. So I told you the main facts. So the house itself, you can basically walk in the door and see the kitchen, right? Yes. And the parlor area, living room. I don't know what uh-huh. you call it at the point. It's small. It's small on my point, right? It's very small. The house being brick, the inside's this old wood. It's, I, I don't know how to describe it. You really feel like nothing's changed. Oh, yeah. That's what I said. It transports you right back in time. You feel like you're right there with them. Yeah. So let's discuss the story a little bit. The, my opinion is the fact that she died before getting to the haunting. She died. Just it's just a, it's an amazing story to think about because you don't really me opinion by me is that you don't really consider wars and you don't think about the wars that have happened on our soil. Oh yeah. For me, I'm always feeling like when I hear war, it's on someone else's grounds because since I've been born, there's never been an invasion on our soil, right? As far right. as military action. Exactly. So when I put it in perspective, it's like. Just thinking about all these troops outside my house. It's scary. It's crazy. So it's it's US versus US. I mean we're, oh, it's, we're the, valid- it's the Confederacy, it's the Union troops versus Confederacy the, for their, how they're gonna end this, right. it's a civil war, right? Yeah. But just thinking about being in a house in the middle of this conflict, it gives me anxiety just thinking mm. about it. Oh I absolutely like being trapped in there, you have nowhere to go. Yeah, you're talking about mostly, I mean, it's all females and a baby in this house at this point. Right? So just think about that. It's, I mean, think about it as you being a female. Put yourself in that time. Put yourself in that house. How would you feel? Um, I couldn't even imagine, honestly. I'm not even, like, dainty like the females back then were. But I know it's, my anxiety would be through the roof. I mean, I'm a guy, and I'd be sitting here going, wow. Because, you, number one, all these boards flying at the house. And how old that house is. You don't really feel secure. Mm-mm. Right? You just no way to sit there going, this house is going to protect me from a board. Or it's not big enough to hide from a board either, unless you're in the basement. Yeah, there's nothing. Nothing to stop that. And if you think about even the artillery and the... The guns and all back then were less accurate than the ones today. Yeah, and most of them were muzzle loader and um, cannons and stuff like that. Right. right. So it's it's really, it's not like you had a pinpoint. I mean, there were some sharpshooters, but most weapons were just shooting and hoping. Right. right. <laughs> and uh, again, they were just scary. Just scary to put yourself into. Yeah. So before we get into the hitch dog, ghost part of it or the paranormal and all that, I recommend anybody out there that's listening to this podcast to go to visit this house. You need to make your way to Gettysburg, Pennsylvania. And go to the Jenny Wade house. It's a famous location. There's tours, there's ghost tours, there's history tours on it. 
There's ghost walks around the building. Then there's the orphanage, which is right there by the house, which Liz Abella is going to cover next week. And why that's important is because they kind of run into each other, right? They do. I mean, some of the hauntings kind of carry over, over from to the Jenny Wade into house. the Jenny Wade house, right? Yeah. So orphanage is kind of like it's a it's an orphanage, right? And it's haunted because of a reason, which Elizabella will tell us next week. But it kind of runs now, and it's kind of owned by the same company, the Orphanage. Yes. And Jenny Wade's house. But the stories kind of kind of react. Well, Jenny Wade don't really go into the Orphanage story. No. But the Orphanage story kind of goes to Jenny Wade's house. As far as, The like, basement. Yeah, as far as, like, the haunting. The hauntings. Not, it's not the history of it. Yeah, the hauntings. The hauntings. But it's, it's... Yeah, they're, like, across, like, catty corner across the street from each other, but so yeah. close. They're walking, it within walking distance. Yeah. And it was also said that Jenny and them would help the orphan kids escape, right? So that's kind of how it runs into each other. And that's yeah, also that. in the Jenny Wade story. Right. So Jenny Wade, before we get into the ghost thing, is Jenny Wade was considered a high, good citizen. I mean, she was helping these kids. She was helping the troops um, for 20 years old. Yeah. And a female at that time, you just like impressed, like more guts than most men today and females today. Oh, yeah. Even her family carrying on, like, oh, well, she was doing this. We're not going to. We're not going to stop. We're going to finish what she started. Yeah. So that's the history of the story. I mean, would you pretty much say that's the most important stuff, factors for them to know? Yeah, that would be the top factors. I mean, if you want more details. Yeah, I said there's books. There's. I mean, there's a few more details, but you've gotten the basics. We don't want to ruin it for you. Yeah, you really need to go and do that tour. Yeah, because this is not a history podcast, so I don't want to spend too much time telling you every little history detail where the soldier did with this. Because yeah. it could lead to hours. Same as her, Jenny's boyfriend was apparently a soldier in the conflict, fiance he was. Yeah. In the conflict that, you know, it's irrelevant at this point exactly. to this story and to this type of podcast. So the ghost part, the paranormal part. Yeah. This house is famous for paranormal. Absolutely famous. For it's it. been investigated by some of the high, high channels of paranormal activity, right? Absolutely. Uh, ghost hunters. Yep. Was one. I can't even think of ghost all adventures. Ghost adventures. Ghost hunters. There's like three or four major ones. Yeah. That have visited this house and confirmed, in their opinion, that there is paranormal, paranormal activity. activity. Yep. Now this place is visited by thousands of people a year. This house. Yeah. Civilians. Like us, this non-paranormal. Well, we're now paranormal investigators, but civilians that just go there because they're fascinated with the history and the story of this, right? Yes. So that's kind of why you and I have been there. Now, again, Elizabeth and I have been in this house many a time, so that tells you how fascinating yeah. it is, and how fascinating it is that every tour guide we've had or tour lady, tour guide, I guess is the correct word. Mm-hmm. Um, has told his story a little differently, so you get fascinated every time. Well, you hear their opinions or stories that have happened to them while they're in there. Yes, that or other people that they've had in the group. group. Yeah, right. and every time we have a different experience, so it's like I don't. It's one of those things that I think we can go to every single time and never get bored. Yeah, especially since there's every every time it's something different. So it's pretty cool. The story doesn't change, but the paranormal side does. That's what I'll say. Yeah. Um, now, some tour guides do get more detailed than others, but again... And also, depending on what type of tour, tour you do, if you do the daytime, you're going to get more history t- yeah. details than what I gave you. But if you do the nighttime one, you're going to get more of the paranormal side. Right. And like the little bit of history I gave you in the story. 
So that's something to keep in mind if you're going there. Do both. Yes, do both. Highly recommend. Um, kind of like I said with the Lizzie Borden story, is there's a couple different tours and you should do both. Same instance in this one, right? Yeah. All right. So many, many people have reported strange things in this house. The paranormal house hunters and stuff. Not house hunters. Um, ghost hunters have reported many things and they did a lot of investigations. Cerulean's in itself. That before this even was an attraction and open to the public, mm-hmm. reported strange things. They kept telling the town of Gettysburg about all these strange things that would happen when they would walk past the house in itself. Mm-hmm. So you think of just throwing them late at night, walking past this house. And this started like late 1800s, so 20, 30 years after Jenny's dead, people started reporting stuff. Right. Walking past the house, hearing someone in there screaming. Yeah, I don't know about that. If I'm walking past this house and it's like 10 at night and someone's screaming in the house, it's supposed to be abandoned and it has the history, I'm running and... yeah, I've got to go. <laughs> right. So the town literally at that point was like, well, we're going to make this a historical attraction. And that's how it started. But then after it was a historical attraction, too many paranormal things happened. So now it's now not just a tour, uh, attraction for the history, historical attraction, but it's also attraction because of the... Paranormal. Paranormal. Yep. So some of the stories we're going to dive into, right? Yeah. Uh-huh. First one I have, Elizabeth, I'll tell any stories that she has witnessed. I would tell mine, and then we'll both tell you some that people have told us or stuff like that. Now, I will say if you take the tour in itself, they will play recordings that they have established themselves of sound bites of the paranormal. Yeah. So meaning the company or the tour guides that are doing these tours for the ghost will let you listen to sounds that you can hear literally like soldiers walking. It sounds like soldiers walking in formation. Yeah. Uh, it sounds like a female talking. There's several ones. Yeah. I'm not going like, to roll under exact tour for you. Yeah. But they have a lot of sound bites and different things. They also have a DVD, which we own. Yeah. That. All the people that are the tour guides or work for the company tell their experiences. There has been experience of one of the tour guides when they quit working for the company. He never believed in ghosts. He took the job because he wanted to be historical, talking about the history of Jenny Wade and Gettysburg. And he wanted to quit after a month doing it because the lamp kept falling down. This is just one story on a DVD. Yeah. And he wanted up quitting because that and then the door... In the house, he would leave it wide open because, you know, it's Jenny Wade's house. <laughs> so the door kept shutting in the middle of the house. The one that was between the actual outside door and the door she shut when she was eating bread. Yeah. The, her. Right. So that door kept opening and shutting, no wind. And, yeah, he was freaked out. Top it off, this lamp kept falling. And that was it for him. He quit. Yeah. Okay. And then many of the tour guides that we have done over the years of going to this place have had stories where they've gotten. We had one guy on one of the tours who said he never believed into the paranormal until he started working there. Yeah, that seemed to be a common theme. A lot of them, yeah. So a lot of people who have actually taken this job of being the tour guides for this company are mostly doing it for the historical factors. So most of them don't believe in the paranormal, or they didn't believe in the paranormal when they took the job. Yeah. As the tour guides, right? There's just only a few there that are really convinced when they started. That's why they wanted the job, because of the paranormal. But most of the ones that we've met, 
never believed. They were kind of like me, skeptical. Right. It wasn't like they don't believe in ghosts, but they just really truly don't believe 100% that it actually happens. So that's how I was. But these, so as many times as you do these tours, because in the summertime, springtime, it's their peak and fall. They do a tour every single day. I mean, they're doing several tours for a day. So you imagine they're going through this house many times a week. Oh, yeah. Um, so there's been actually employees of, just employees of this company that have quit because they've gotten so scared. And we're talking grown men, grown <laughs> females. We're not talking teenagers. We're talking those people there that are 40, 50 years old. Yeah. And there's people that are 40 and 50 years old or 30 years old that have quit because of stuff that's happened to them. Then there's ones that we have met there, tour guides that say they refuse to do tours or go in there and shut it all down by themselves anymore. Yeah, that's the other thing. Which I so at the end of the night when the tours are over, it's got to be locked up. Some of them refuse to lock it up and go in there and shut stuff down by themselves. That would be me. <laughs> and that's and that's and we've had tour guides tell us or that you know they didn't believe in this stuff and now they are and you know yeah just yeah a, and this is just a Jenny Wade house right so like I said. It's fascinating in the fact of there's so many people that were out there like me that it wasn't exactly they didn't believe. It just wasn't like, oh, yeah, I'm worried about it right. until you started that job. So that's my first take of it. Yeah, for sure. Is that you, you're doing this now and you're just in your mind, a lot of these people are doing because they love the historical factor and they're in there and they're like telling the history and then something happens and you're like, oh, no. <laughs> yeah. Oh, like, and then some true. of them and some of these two guys would choose just to do the daytime. Yeah. stuff and they've had where stuff happened started happening when they would shut up shut the doors and lock up for the end of the day like if there was no night tours they would have stuff happen and they started getting worked out so really to work for this company or work for someone as a tour guide it takes a lot of guts yeah i would say kudos to you because i would definitely want the person working with me i'm yeah. not going in by myself and there's so many stories that we've heard like uh hearing noises stuff falling stuff breaking um Oh, seeing Je- they've seen uh, Jenny Wade looking out the window. They've seen her walking. They've heard her laughing. They've heard her talking. They've smelled the uh, odor of bread being made. Yep. Which is actually reported by many of people who have taken this tour, have had experiences where all of a sudden they start smelling bread being made. Which is crazy. I've never had it. No, no I've never had the Quite smell bread. Quite people, right? Yep. There is a lot of people like Elizabeth and I who have taken this tour several times. Mm-hmm. We're not doing once, and we're going to be doing it again, which will probably be like a freaking tenth time or something like that. Yeah, I've lost count. That tells you how fascinating this house is. Now, at some point, we're wanting to take this private nighttime thing where we can run out the place for a few hours ourselves and do our own investigation, which is our goal. Yeah. Since we are now into the paranormal investigating part, right? Yeah. Using our own equipment and seeing what we can come up because there's been many people that have done this and had stuff. But if you ever take this tour, there's a DVD they sell. We own it. Yes, we do. Um, we just got it for the first time last year. Even This was like our eighth, ninth time doing the tour in the last 10 years. We finally purchased the DVD. Yep, so we did. We did. But it, it, I'm, I'm kind of sad that we didn't do it sooner because it's really good. Yeah, so it's a DVD, which you're going to get. But I'll say on that is you don't get all the stories from the people who work there or work there when they filmed this DVD. The employees that do their stuff and experiences right. they have and experiences they've seen happen when they're doing the tours. That's what's so special about the DVD. Yeah. Uh, you also hear a lot of sound clips of where they've left recordings in this house with tape recorders on the house. No one's in there. And they've left 
they've done their own investigations. Um, one of the things you'll see is that they left the camera in the house and the recording in the house. Middle of the night, I'll say the front door opens. No one's in there. Yeah. No one's in the house. The door's supposed to be locked. The front door opens and then shuts. No wind. The candle they have burning goes out. Looks like wind shoots and it goes out. There's no wind. Um, you also hear walking in there. It sounds like soldiers. And you actually see this. I mean, this is live footage they talk. Yeah. You hear, sounds like a woman in there talking at 2 a.m. It shows you what the time frame and stuff like that. And this is like all different times they've done this. So that in itself is just wicked. Oh, yeah, it is. Like some of the stuff they've caught on there is like gives me like goosebumps. You get goosebumps watching. Right. So. Taking the tour, listening to these tour people talk and their experiences and people have been around them experiences and then watching DVD and then watching Ghost Hunters and stuff like that, to me, is convincing enough. Oh, yeah. Something's wrong there. But then now we're going to go into some experiences we have seen and happen there on ourselves, right? So yeah. So those about we're taking from here on this part. Well, I don't want to overlap because we do have some of the things, so I'll just share a, two you of You don't them. know. You just share all of it, and then I'll come back in and tell the rest of the story. Okay. So... Uh, one thing that's a common thing that happens when we, I've gone there is the they have chains that they have where it, they keep you from getting to certain parts of like the furniture and, and things in the house. Yeah, and those chains will move by themselves, and I mean move. And that's that, and that's what I'm saying here. We don't have those about those stories, and I'll just give my opinion, right? Because okay. you don't you don't tell if those things better which you had seen. Okay. Um. So what you're saying here is I witnessed that. Yeah, you did okay. too. I witnessed that. Now, the point in time, the first time I went to Gettysburg, I was a firm non-believer. I went there because I love history, mm-hmm. which Lizabella would tell you. And they got me on this tour. And this thing was moving on its own. And everybody was fascinated. And then we could figure out why. And it hasn't done it ever since, but that one time we were there, right? No, no, I've seen it since then. Liz- Lizabella's seen it since then. It doesn't do it every time, but I have seen it. And it doesn't do it like... Like, you go there three times and it might not happen. But it's happened. Yeah. Okay? And it's not something that's reported commonly. So it's not it's not where I'm thinking in my head, oh, they're trying to do it to get you scared. This happens randomly. Yeah. You can even tell the freaking the freaking uh, person doing the tour is like kind of like, oh, crap, what the heck's going on? Mm-hmm. Got that look like, okay. And he doesn't say nothing or she won't say anything. But so it doesn't come some kind of fraud scam to make you think, oh, it actually is haunted is what I'm saying. Right, exactly. Exactly. Um, now, we, I the last time we went there, I remember one of the other people that were in the tour was asking about uh, the chair being in the way, and then the tour guide's like, "That chair's not supposed to be there." Not I'm the only one doing the tours today, and I have not moved that chair. Yeah. So that that's experience right there in the south, right? Yeah. So my thing was, well, we're going to jump back to the chain moving. We're talking like a normal chain you would use just to block an area. Yeah. Okay. I don't know why it was moving to this day. I was creeped out. Mm-hmm. You've seen it a couple of times, but it was creepy. Very creepy. And people didn't get to inspect the chain. I would see there's nothing special about it. It's not, it's like a basic chain. Yeah. There's nothing attached to this chain. There's no hidden wires. We were all checking it. Yeah. And as nothing. you hear, we're hyper on this story because this is stuff we actually witnessed. Um, so a chair in the way, and it's, this person is the only one that was doing the tours all through the day, and never got it was never there when he did the last tour. Yeah. Was she? Was it? He? It was a she. She doing the tour. Okay. Yes. 
Um, so it creeped everybody out. So everyone started taking pictures of this chair to see if they caught anything, you know. But, um, yeah, so the chair moved apparently by itself. Or, you know, Jenny decided to move it. I don't know, Georgia maybe. Whatever. Yeah. Um, Some, somebody that doesn't uh, belong to moving it, moved it. <laughs> yeah. Um, another thing, which I'll do this one just because it's going to tie into my story next week. It was my very first time to the Jenny Wade house. We were right out front. We had just done the orphanage tour. It was late in the evening. It was raining. Um, I had my hair and pigtails at the time. And I had somebody with me. And we were standing in front of the tour guys doing the tours, telling us about the house before we enter it. And I literally saw my hair, my, pig, my one pigtail, lift up from my back and come up in front of me. I turned to the person that was with me, and I, before I could say, did you see that? He goes, yeah, I saw that. So something had lifted my hair, my heavy braid. It was not windy that day. It lifted it up and around. So, yeah, that was just my very first time being there, and it creeped me out. Yeah, you see, I would say I would tinkle my pants. They died, simple answer to that. Yeah. Um, and we told the tour guy, and he was like, oh, it was probably one of the kids from the orphanage followed you over. They tend to do that. Oh, that's all it is. Yeah. <laughs> good they tend to come over here, too. Oh, that's <laughs> fine. That's that's good. <laughs> oh, thank you. <laughs> oh, I thought, it was, I thought it was, you know. <laughs> I thought it was Jenny messing with Okay. Oh, no, no, it's kid. All right. Yeah, that makes it much better. <laughs> but, and then there was another story, right? One more? Yes. Uh, talking about the cat? Yes. Okay. This was last year. Yeah, this was last year. So March of last year, we we've gotten to the habit now when we go to Gettysburg, we like to take friends with us yeah. and make them experience this too, because that's how much it's become part of us, right? Yeah. And that's why I'm letting Liz tell the stories on this, because the paranormal stuff is up her ball game more than history is mine. Um. Yes. So the story on this, we'll get to in a second. Is we take a new friend with us, we just show him a newer friend. That's never been there is what I mean by that. To experience all the stuff that we have, right? Yeah. And what happens? So it was it was nighttime. It was the evening. It wasn't like extremely late, but it was evening. And we I think had the last tour or the second to last tour of the night. I cannot remember I think which. It was the last. I wanted to say that. Okay, so it was the last tour. It was late at night. It was like nine, I believe, eight or nine. Yeah, which is late for them because, like I said, their tours end, you know, they don't go too Well, late. it was late for spring because spring is in prime time at right. that point. And so it was dark. It was still a little chilly. I remember that. Yeah, I remember that too. Which so, made it more of an eerie feeling compared to all the, all the other times I feel like we went in the summer. Yeah. This time was like, okay, it was a cooler, darker earlier. It was kind of... Yeah, it was definitely um, put an extra little chill yeah, in Yeah, because we went like the first week of March last year. Yeah, we did. So when you go up to the house, like the, even to buy the tickets, you usually go into the gift shop, which is kind of attached or right next to the house. Like it's right there. So this part that I'm going to talk about in a second, you would see this area when you go to purchase your ticket and walk up towards the front of the house, you would see it with the tour guide because he stops you at this area of the statue. Yeah. So there's no missing And the this fact area. that we have been there for like a few hours because we went there to buy the tickets, we went there shopping. Yeah. And then we hung out around there and the group stands there for like 15 minutes prior to the tour start. Right. Talking. 
So her point to that is there was nothing there. Yeah, nothing there. Nothing at all. So we started our tour. We've already said there's nothing in this spot that we're going to talk about. We go in inside the house, do the tour all inside, going up this one set of stairs, coming down the other, coming out the other end. When you come out the house, they, that's where they take you down. You come out the door and around, and you go down into the cellar. Well, we all come out the door, and what is there is a dead cat. And it was a black cat. Dead black, black cat. cat. This is You cannot make the story up. Dead black this cat. This baffled not only everyone in the group, but even the person doing the tour. The cat did not look have any injuries that we could see. Didn't look old. Didn't look, didn't look yeah. like a pop-up kitty either, not a small cat. No. Um, didn't look like it was hit by a car. Didn't look like nothing wrong. When are we dead? It just, um, yeah, it was very spooky and out of place. That's something that's never happened to us at any time that we've been there. Yes, and even the tour guide said he had never seen anything like that. And now everybody's like, well, it could just be a dying animal. Just a little... The fact of how a cat showed up there exactly at that spot. And if you went to this house and know where exactly the spot we're talking about, you're like, wow, it's a little weird. Weird. And the fact that it managed to get there while we were doing the, the tour, which the inside the house tour doesn't it's really it, take that long. It takes like 25 minutes. Yes. But in a house tour, you can stay in longer and stuff like that. But if you really just want to go through it real quick to do the other part of the tour, because it's a two-part tour we did that night. Right. It's not, you're not in there yeah, that long. Yeah, you're going to rush there, yeah, because this one's more about paranormal, so you're going through different things. And by the time we come out 25 minutes later, there is a dead cat that, I don't know, it didn't look, to me, I'm not sure, I didn't look too hard, but it looked like it'd been there a while, even though it wasn't. Right. <laughs> That's the creepy part. Yeah. So you kind of, in my mind, that when it first happened, because me being more of a skeptic, skeptical person, it's like, okay, did they put a fake cat here to try scaring us, right? This thing was real. And I want to say, remind me if I'm wrong, but didn't, wasn't there like an odor? Yes. There was a funky death odor when you came out of there. Yeah. But the funny part was it was not there when it's so 25 minutes later, a decomposing cat. Which doesn't look decomposed. Which but would have been in the way it. of going in. So that's the weird part. It's just weird. Yeah, it's all so weird. So either someone put it there to scare the group or something fishy happened yeah um and then the fact of just the tour guide who does these tours all the time never seen anything like that and it kind of waked him out yeah it did work he was not happy he the fact like, that yeah. number one yes it's a dead animal so you feel sorry for it yeah but to that point and just how long it looked like it had been there and it wasn't there when one end it's like how did it get here mm-hmm. and it didn't look like something that died like in the last 25 minutes no. That's the funny part. Or it would have been like, oh, let's get to the vet. We'll see if it's okay. It's, <laughs> that's the fascinating part. Yeah. It's like, it looked like it had been there, but yet at the same time, you didn't see any injuries. So you're like, what, what happened? Like, And then the fact that you, we would have all seen it going into this place. All of us would have seen it standing there. You would have smelled it. You would have smelled it. You would have smelled it. And we were out there for a few hours. People were all standing around socializing. The tour guide was going in and out. And 25 minutes later, you have a decomposing cat. Yeah. So very strange. Very, very strange, right? We I thought mean, we'd just... add that to, to the, the repertoire of the story. <laughs> Which, this, like I said, this story, this one is one of the most fascinating things is that we, we've been to because 
we have witnessed some strange things. The yeah. people they are witnessing, and then people that I know who have done this tour that don't really believe have now seen some stuff. So it'd be it'll be fun to investigate it as paranormal rescuers behind the scenes. Yeah, I'm interested to see what we get. So this place is on our list this year. Hopefully, be one of the places we can actually go use our equipment, film it as we're doing it for our YouTube channel again. Make sure you shout out YouTube channel mm-hmm. and do some investigating stuff, right? Yeah. But again, Elizabeth won't be doing that herself. I do promise you. No, I will not do any of that myself. You're not leaving me alone. I'm not splitting up. Yeah, hopefully we'll be getting a little group together and doing it. That, that's our goal. Because Elizabeth has a thing here that she'll push all the slow people out of her way to get out. It's it's a, um, what's that mindset of survival that comes into play at Take that moment? Take a slower person with you. <laughs> like, I will trip you to get away. Yeah, so no. she always goes in numbers. That way she has a better odds of it getting somebody else. So just think about that out there in podcast land. The person who, the, the paranormal investigators here and the people that love doing these mysteries and also is writing a horror book and doing this mystery podcast and the paranormal podcast, the girl who is part of it, the 50% partner here, would push me and let me get haunted or grabbed by a ghost or demons or whatever you call it so she can escape. No, and we're brother and sister. So I actually, that, I actually wouldn't. I'd grab him along and like, come on, let's go. We got to go. So, I just don't want to see it by myself. But there, anyway, there is a lot of fascinating stories in this place. I mean, we could sit here for hours and hours tell everyone's experiences. Uh, it would probably take hours just to tell you the experiences of the people who work there and the owners. Mm-hmm. It'd probably take you more hours just to tell you all the people we've talked to or been on tours with us to tell you their experiences. And then I'm sure there's millions more, hundreds of thousands more, whatever. Mm-hmm. So we could just do a whole podcast on all paranormal just one location. Probably take eight, ten hours. But Oh, yeah. Easily. But if anybody out there in podcast stands ever in Gettysburg, this is a must-stop and see and tour on your list. I would make it one of the top five things to do while you're in Gettysburg. And while you're there, I would check out all the other places because I tell you, once you start, you're not going to want to stop. Yeah. You I mean, everything. the thing was there's so many hauntings in Gettysburg, right? Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, we could go on and on and on. And then there's the, just the history of it, the walk in the hollow grounds. All of that is hollow grounds. Yep, man. all of it. I mean, you're talking about, I can't remember how many soldiers died on the grounds that you're walking in Gettysburg. That's just crazy, crazy to think and about. And the, the thing about it is that we've done everything possible you can do in Gettysburg. We've done almost every single tour. We've done a bus tour. We've done the history tours. We've done that. So we know a lot about Gettysburg. So yeah. if you ever need a personal or tour guide. <laughs> Hit us or, up. Or paranormal guide. <laughs> be free. Yeah, we don't charge. Just come hang with us. Um, But yeah. And then the hotel we tend to stay at up there has a history too. Oh, so yeah. I'll let you tell what the hotel name is and how many times you've been there. Now we'll get into some stories. Um, so there's, I'm trying to make sure I have it. It's the Eisenhower Hotel. Eisenhower Hotel, right? Yeah, which they, I think at one point it was called the President's, or it's like right there, like split into two of the President Hotel. Like it has two names. Yeah. But uh, the it's a pretty big in, hotel. Yeah, so the part we stay in is Eisenhower. The outside looks fancy, inside not so much. Okay. Yeah. But it has a nice pool. Yeah. Now, granted, it's about a 10 to 15 minute drive to get to downtown Gettysburg, where like the Jenny Wade house but, is. Yeah, it's, it's the outer skirt of Gettysburg, but it is in Gettysburg. Um, beautiful hotel, wonderful people there. Nice pool. Nice pool, too. Um, 
but we see outside. There. Now, let me. I just want to say something. All that stuff aside, it's creepy outside. Oh, very creepy. And it had, again, it's part of Gettysburg, so it is people died on those grounds, right? Yeah. But many a time, especially last year, me walking outside the hotel, you know, with our friend, mm-hmm. it was just creepy. It's all pitch black out there. It's not a lot of lighting. There isn't. There's a kind of eerie feeling. Now, this place is not listed as really a big haunting hotel. No. Right? A lot of hotels up there are haunted. Yeah, the, the closer you get into downtown, the Gettysburg. more haunted. And there is some haunted hotels. Oh, yeah, there is. And we have other stories, that stuff that we witnessed up there that we're not going to go into on this podcast, this being the Jenny Wade one. But let's just say we could go on and on with stories up there of hauntings or things that happen or stuff like that. Yeah, we it's I endless. Mean, you could even talk about me and my buddy trying to look and sneak into a, being in house there last year. And yeah, which is not very legal, but it was a little creepy looking in there and seeing what we saw. So leave it at that. <laughs> you might have to include that into some like randoms. It's going to be included in one of uh, your podcasts next week. Okay, well, there you go. You don't have to wait too long. Because then. we're continuing with some Gettysburg, right? Your next, yeah. But yeah, Gettysburg is one of the go-to spots if you're in the paranormal. And history, of course, but paranormal. Which a lot of times, that goes hand in hand. Like I say. Yep. So, that's the story of Jenny Wade. That's the paranormal side and the history of Jenny Wade. Yeah. Hope you guys enjoyed it. Like I said, there's so much more out there. But recommend you'd actually experience it for yourself. Right. So, like I said, we're going to try to get some more footage of that stuff this year. Um, feel free to contact us if there's a certain story or something you want us to cover. Uh, you can email us at Elizabeth's and look up the email address. But you can email us and tell us if there's a place you want us to investigate or if you want us to pay us to come stay at a place and investigate it. Or if you just want to see if we're scared enough or have enough guts to stay at your scared place or hotel, we will do it. So, please contact us at supernaturaladventures21 at gmail.com and I will put that in the show notes aka the description. So, if like I'm saying, there's there's certain people who think that we won't go to a certain haunted place or hotel around this country. Contact us. Yes. Or if there's a podcast story you would like us to cover, because we have thousands that we're going to be covering. Yeah. But yeah, if there's something that you think that Maybe it's a small, small story in, a, in an area you live that you think that may not, not get be enough well coverage or don't get any coverage. Yeah, yeah, be well known. Let us know. That's what we're about here. But hopefully, you're enjoying our podcast out podcasting and all of our mystery squad people. Yes. Um, we'll hopefully, we're going to get better. As I said, we're going to get better equipment for this podcast soon in the next couple of weeks. So you will be able to hear us better. And we'll be doing different things to make the podcast even better and our YouTube channel even better. Yes. So, yeah, you'll be able to hear us better. You'll be able to hear Comet better because you know he has to get involved. So, everybody in Mr. Squad land, stay scared. Don't die. See you guys.